Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We're bringing sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we're about to say today, please leave us a que- or comment at the Facebook, which is The Home Team 512, or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can stop by the website, which is loansfromtroy.com. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where they turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. Not your dream anymore. Right, right. Please do not hold anything we say against them. Okay, them. <laughs> <laughs> they do not yeah. represent any of the opinions we're about to about to partake upon, which is <clears throat> an exciting weekend of playoff football. Man, it was it was we had football and it was good football, but the weird thing is is all your normal players aren't in there, Mm-mm. right? So it makes it kind of fun. Like yeah. there's some, I mean, come on, the Browns. <laughs> Who would have thought <sighs> this is a different year? The Browns beat Pittsburgh, and they they I mean, they have a lot more to go to try to make it to the NFL. But nonetheless, in years past or even the year before, they weren't even close to this. It's crazy, you know. And the Pittsburgh came in back towards the end to make it look respectable. Yeah, it was twenty eight to nothing in the first quarter. Right. I mean the. The Browns, it was like 25 years of inept and horrible football was erased in one quarter. They, yeah. it was, it was, it was amazing. I watched it, and it was almost like you're you're watching this beautiful sunrise with, right. with a train wreck happening all underneath you at the same right. time. It's the only way. I mean, it was just such such an amazing thing for me to describe. Of course, Drew Brees is still in it, and he's, I guess, a more palatable um, uh, um, goat. He, yes. he, he didn't really get much heat from most people. Most people like him. Right. Uh, uh, Tom Brady, for some reason, they don't. Just because he was so good, maybe. I don't know. Uh, or know, he, was always in, he was always in the running. Well, I will tell you that I like Tom now. I like Tom. I did not like Tom before. He, and for and some it, reason, I, I was in the hype, too. I was like, oh, Tom Brady, you know, <laughs> deflate gate or yeah. whatever, you know. But um, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. I, I think they're still in the hunt as well. So, yeah. so well, they, they meet this week. And so the first two meetings, the Saints um, – have gotten their number. Pummeled them. Well, so, it, was a, pummeled it was his second them. game right. uh, with well, the Buccaneers. Well, three weeks ago, it was like 38-3 to three or something. <laughs> right. I mean, they pummeled them. So so Tom's got, Tampa Bay's got a lot of work ahead of him for this weekend. So I, I wish him the best. But being that my wife is, you know, from Louisiana, we're pretty much pitching for the, you know, Drews but, and the Saints. Yeah. It, well, it's I mean, how can you not? The right. guys, they're both good people. Yes. So it, it should be a good game. Yeah. Um, I, I see the Saints going all the way. If they, you know, you never know. I mean, Tom, Tom's not someone to count out in the, the postseason. I'm just saying. No, he just has that, that right? He, he'll run it himself. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, Roethlisberger, same thing. I mean, that guy knows how to make it, it happen. But, yep. I mean, the Browns got their number. I mean, yep. does that kind of state something about him and where he's at in his career? I mean, you know, and this that may have been his last game. Could as be. As Steeler because he's got a $40 million cap this offseason. And, and so he's only got two years on his contract. Sounds like my life, right? So, $40 million cap. Yeah, so they, they could get rid of him this year and save themselves twenty something million dollars. But do they need to? I mean, and who are they going to get? I don't know. I mean, you, you know, you would think that you know they're they're looking a future, but they're not. I mean, how about you know, how about the NFL being such a cutthroat industry? And when I say that, I mean just so tough to to be successful in because Philadelphia just fired their coach and he won the Super Bowl just right. a couple years ago. Right. I mean. What? what? Well, then that's what you have to th- you have to think about. A lot of people have done that. I think uh, you know you had uh, your your goat of a coach from Alabama. We all know who he is, Nick Saban. Uh, he's been entertained or, or, or entertained professional football, and and everyone's found that it's it's easier to make your money in college ball. It's not as as cutthroat. You know, now, yes. unless you unless you're a coach at Texas. 
Uh, you still get three or four years. You know, I'm telling you, yeah. Mac Brown won a, a national championship in 2010, right? And then went, uh, then had a losing record in 2011, and they didn't fire him until 2000. They gave him like three more years. That so, guy, that guy, that, but that guy was probably one of the best recruiters, and still is one of the yeah. best recruiters of all time. Yes. Oh, yes. Now, coaching, maybe not. He, I think he just. I think he's he had won the, a national championship. Yeah, he's well, played in a national. Well, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. And he's three penalties <laughs> away from wait, three other. Appearances. What player won that national championship? Uh, if I remember correctly, that was the guy that couldn't throw the football his first year and and uh, couldn't do anything. You know, everybody talks about players as right. you know being the thing. Fair enough, but you know. Yeah, you, coaches put good players in the position to but, win. But did he? But he did. So he ran the ball into the end zone, or he ran it? I mean, he threw it, or he ran it. He ran it. Well, he threw it all the way down there. Ask David Thomas. I know that's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> I speaking mean, he threw of for like three hundred yards. Now speaking of new new uh, football coach, we'll talk a little bit more oh, about yeah, that. But yeah. yeah, that's well, yeah, he well, was there at that game. We got to talk about the spurning of the Longhorns, which is um, that Urban Meyer. He's dead to me. Why? Okay. He's, to me so then that's what I was going to get to. The yeah. fact is that I think he might have. Okay, now how much is he going to make his first year there? I don't know. The, the numbers I'm hearing somewhere between 10 and 14 million. So that's more than a college football player yes, or a coach, yes. rather. But he's only going to coach there for, for a couple th- years. Yeah, three years. Get because, him going, yeah. like you said. I mean, it's. And then maybe after that, then we get him at, at UT. It, I don't know. It's weird to me because of his, his reasoning for not joining the University of Texas was health and stress and da 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 and things like that. I have in my life watched NFL coaches collapse on the sidelines from right. the stress of their job but you, but I, and be taken to the hospital from the sideline. I've never seen would it that be a on true, a college But coach. would it be a true statement that they have more support there in the NFL? More coaching support, more uh, assistance support? Yes and no. Um, you know, here at the University of Texas, with with the, the resources that it offers, you can have just as much with very little restriction. You can hire as many analysts as you want. Um, you know, in the NFL, but the difference I think is two things. One, he was worried about his style, not really meshing with the kids of today with the transfer portal. Okay. You know, so that was a, a bother. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause you can't really, you know, no, stick it up, yeah. you know, you know, buddy, you know, this is how it works. If you want a yeah. position on my team. Yeah. You got to earn it. And yeah. then, and now they can say, well, then see you later. Yeah. You know, and you're under contract in right. the NFL. So he liked that. I think that he liked sense. that. But also the NFL has specific tampering and you can and cannot do rules. Like, okay, there's no, there's no work done between, you know, March and, and April. Okay. So because it's against the rules because they want to give everybody the exact same amount of time to work. And so, um, you know, so they have this times where you, you know, OTAs and, you know, you know, required and in, in, OTAs, uh, official team activities. Okay. You know, Thank so you. I was, uh, yeah, I had to figure that out, you know? Yeah. And so they have these, these times when you can be there and when you can't be there. So, you know, the being in the professional industry in the NFL may prevent him from working himself to death. Like in the college, there's nothing like oh, that. You can't stop. Yeah. In college yeah. to compete, you got to stay. Yeah. They yeah. have dead periods right. in college, but that's just means you can't recruit. You can't go see a recruit. You now with, with Twitter and everything else, they're still communicating and, and things Things like that. So Would, I think that's that might be what he's thinking. And now do you have more professional support as well? I mean, these guys have been doing it for a while, and they're up to the next level. So uh, film review and all the things yeah. that you usually have to take all your time, you can rely on somebody else. Yes. Would that be a true statement? Absolutely. And, you, you know, you can hire – you know, in, in college they have grad assistants and things like that where in the NFL they pay somebody. That, that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Not that the other people don't, but they, they, they've been doing it proven. <laughs> right. 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 You know, if you're working for yeah. free, you're learning. You know, uh, yeah, okay. so, so so would you rather have somebody learning? So if you want to work on, for two years, make fourteen million dollars. NFL is the way to go, right? right. And, and and not have to 
work as hard, possibly. Correct. You're going to work hard. There's nothing easy about being a coach, period. Yeah, and their their personality that they have um, is a... Uh, it's gonna make them work harder. What kind of team does he have? What, what, what's he? What's he getting? Well, he's, it looks like he's going out. And he's he's gonna get the first pick. So Trevor Lawrence. You want to start with a quarterback? You think he's like, gonna get Trevor Lawrence? I, th- I would think so. I mean, you gotta start with the quarterback. He, how is he not gonna be a good NFL quarterback? I don't know. I, I mean, don't think. I, I think I, he has to be. Yeah, it's they, like Troy Aikman came in and he was instant, right? Yeah. I mean, well, he went one in fifteen, but you know, yeah. or well, one in eight, pretty close. Seven. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one in seven, but but pretty close. I mean, he came he, he came into his own pretty quickly. Absolutely, he's got the height. I mean, you know, he'll have to have some experience, but other than that, absolutely. And you've been listening to the home team with Troy and White. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loans from Troy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook, Facebook, which is the home team 512. And we'll see you in just a minute. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on The Facebook, the Facebook, which is The Home Team 512. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, Wyatt, um... It's literally like, you know, speak, wash, rinse, repeat. Oh, with us? Yeah. Or just the Austin market? <laughs> just when the it comes Austin to, market, yeah. It's yeah. true. I mean, I, well, we, we, we've we've sitting here and announced how it's been growing and growing. And, <clears throat> and it's it's doubling, you know, you know, and sometimes doubling in a good way and doubling mm-hmm. in a bad way as well, being the fact that, that there's nothing on the market now to buy. You know, uh, we talked about it uh, when you were on your sabbatical that, you know, in des- the last week of December, there was a day. Uh-huh. When there was not one home for sale in the entire city of Cedar Park. Cedar Park. The which whole, is, I mean, that, that place is blowing up. Leander Cedar Park yeah, area not, is blowing up. Not one house wow. on the MLS. So I've been seeing a lot, you know, within my industry, I have to stay with, you know, uh, certain groups and what have you. And lots of high-end realtors are who are usually not starving for, you know, business are out there going, well, hey, if you haven't heard, there's a great market for selling, which I don't know how you couldn't know that right now. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely impossible. I mean, if you, let's just say you don't don't even turn on your TV or the radio, but yet you have a conversation with somebody, a friend or a family member, they're going to talk about it because it's, it's what everyone's talking about right now is that this market is crazy. And yes, if, if you wanted to sell your house, uh, if you haven't heard, yeah. it's a good time to sell. Absolutely. But everyone's heard that. So what well, are the other options right now? Well, you know, you got to think last year, the data's in that the, you know, the, the, the Austin area appreciated over 11%. The just, whole, the, just 11. That's, that was real appreciation, okay. not, not median price appreciation, which just means more expensive houses sold and less expensive. That means that the houses in general were worth over almost 
it's almost 12%, which is 1% a month. That's insane. And you have to think about that. Let's, I wanna, I've done this before, but I just feel like I need to break this down every time. If you bought a house for $300,000, you went under contract on the first of the month. By the time you closed at the end of the month, it's worth 303000 Which is great. By appreciation. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's... <sighs> It was a couple of years ago, it was funny, because, you know, I grew up here, and I'm part of Austin, and Austin was kind of a sleepy little thing that we all loved and everything else, and, you know, and then the secret got out, and it grew, but you just, you just, it was hard to accept, and we were talking about Hutto, and I was like, oh my God, Hutto, this is like two years Hutto ago. was way out there, it's like it's, it's just overpriced. There's so many other areas. There's no reason. That's what I said about two years ago. Hutto was overpriced? That's what I said about two years ago. Okay. And so I was talking to the guy that I said it to, and he's like, man, I go, dude, I go, I, you know, there was part of me that being from Austin right. just couldn't accept the fact that we are San Francisco 15 years ago. That's where we are. Oh, don't say that. We are. I mean, you got to think the average, you know, home price in San Francisco is over a million dollars. True. Okay. And, you know. Now, we have a lot more, we have a lot more uh, dirt than they do, but, but, yes, they can't, but they can't grow any further. But, you know, with the green belt and all the stuff. It's we very, are limited. We are right. limited. And in, water. And water is yeah. always going to limit us. You know, so, mm-hmm. I mean. Good point. You know, we are. That's it. Because people want to be, everybody wants to be close to downtown. Because downtown is what really attracts people. Downtown and the lakes. Plain right. and simple. Right. And so, you know, we, so people are, are driving the prices up and downtown. And so we are. Our our housing market is going to be, in 15 years from now, it's going to be where San Francisco is today. I agree. You yeah. know, uh, and well, it's already getting just, there. Yeah, it was hard for me to accept that. Well, even, even you know, six years ago, um, it's when it started, the the uh, rental portion, the, the apartment mm-hmm. uh, sector, um, downtown, 400 square feet apartments, 400, um, going for $1,500 a month. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Right. But not if you're... I remember when we were younger. Right. You could go get that one, same <laughs> one, like everyone, all your buddies loved you because you found it for 250 <laughs> It was some lady that was letting you do it. And yeah. 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 But it's, it, times have changed. Yeah. You know, and but you get to think too, and the, the downtown sector really attracts the younger, more nomadic uh, culture of of American society. Well, obviously the ones that are making money. Yes, but you know, and <laughs> yeah. they and they're 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 they are they are okay with being in a four hundred square foot house. It's and, it's technology. Yeah, because they're you know they're out with their friends most of the time, right. and they just use that place to sleep and stuff like that. You know, as you grow, you know that's why this you know the suburbans of these bigger cities are older, more you right. know because they're just you know they've they've done we've been there done that. You know, right. when I did it, I lived in Pflugerville and drove to Austin every night and had no problems. Sure. Well, now the sudden that's like driving through you know four different metroplexes and nobody wants to do it anymore <laughs> right 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 you know um well but- i think i think a lot of that has been driven a little bit up from outside uh investment as well california being one yes uh, they're coming in and you know 78704 for instance you know, you know you have these you know small time you know mexican restaurants have been there forever they're not gonna give it up they've been there for you know family after family but then all of a sudden enough money is mm-hmm. uh waiting in front of your face i know one location it's like seven million dollars yeah so of course once you build something there you have to make money at it which that that goes into rent, yeah. And so that's been driving up, uh, you know, as, as as other investors, I call them foreign investors. Yes, <laughs> but, you know, but, but succession to say, is on the table. It's it's getting close. <laughs> it's getting close. Getting close. Now we, we we entertain them coming, but but that's what's driving us up. That is outside investors. Yes, and, and, you know, um, and it's kind of like if I missed it, is it too late? No, no, because you need. I think you need to get into something now. But the problem is, is that you have to be you have to be aggressive 
to get into something. Well, we're, you can't toe dip into this housing market. Oh no, you be, you better you, you yes. better write your biography, five or six offers. Right. You know, go get a picture with your 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 priest or rabbi. <laughs> cash on extra cash on the side. You know things like that. Um, an excellent realtor. This is not the time to use your cousin who just got his license. No, it is, absolutely it's not. not. They need to know how to navigate yes. this. This I mean, it's a crazy system. But at the same time, there's new homes out there that you can get. Now you're gonna have to wait for a yeah. year. But if you're wanting to, you know, if you're you're planning on on growing your family and or you know maybe your, your family has just grown, um, you might have to stick it in and go get you you know a a, a new build. But you can help out with those those loans as well, right? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and a lot of times you can help beat beat those new builders, right? Yes, we can. Uh, you know, and it's funny now because a little bit ago. You know, the builders have their own, you know, preferred representative that they want you to use just because they trust them mostly. But most of the time there's a financial connection between the two. Um, But now that they're so busy and overwhelmed, they're they're just like, please get the loan done. Yeah, like, I don't (laughs) care. Get the loan done. You can do it. You can do it. I don't care. Just get it done. Um, You know, but and building is even at a, you know, it's even at a difficult time. So, you know, you need to be, you know. You need to be emphatic about wanting to do this. Okay. And you need to get with a professional. And I'm not talking, like I said, not because they're licensed. I mean a professional because being in this industry, I see the really good realtors out there are killing it. Their their offers are getting accepted. They're, you know, and stuff like that. And the average to kind of below average realtors, they're struggling getting, they're just like, I can't get anything accepted. Right. Know, because they don't know how to work the system because they're not experienced in it. I, I, we, we've gone, we've, we've, yeah. we tried eight houses. We haven't won yet. Yeah. One yet. You know, and you have other ones who are winning, you know, at least every other, other one. Yes. And you know, it has a lot to do with like, you know, we were talking, you know, Zig Ziglar and things like that, that people don't understand that they, everything you do in life, you're selling. Always, everything, always. Um, and so you're selling yourself to buy a house. Yes, you're, you're not s- buying a. You're, you're not. You're not buying it from a seller. You're selling to them to buy it. That's yeah. right. You're selling that seller you. Yeah. That, you know, and so you need Crazy. your realtor to sell the other realtor on you on how prepared you are. Yes, like hey, this on a guy's business a, path. Yes. yeah, on the business side of it. This one's pre-approved, not pre-qualified. Right. You know, we we can close this loan in you know 25 days, and then most of the time the sellers, you know, before that was the big thing. Can you close fast? Right. Now the sellers are like, well, I'm not ready yet, so. Let's do a forty-five. You know, the sellers want to slow it down. It's a very, it's a very weird well, be, time. Well, because they know that they can get some more uh, bids in, so to yeah. speak, right? Yeah. Um, and, and if yours falls through, they've got thirty-seven other offers that are higher than yours. So that's what they. You know, I was just reading an article that there was one in Round Rock that had ninety, at ninety-six, ninety-six, ninety-six. Wow. And I know the listing agent. Ninety-six offers in a weekend. That is, it's, well, they've had to, so what they'll do now is within five hours, they have to shut it down. Right. And say, you know, we're, we're taking zero more applications yeah. five hours after listing. And, you know, again, I was talking about. So the, is it a good time to sell? Absolutely. But I was talking <laughs> about the importance of uh, using a professional. Here's a prime example. Okay. Um, someone made an offer. Okay. It got accepted. Part of the contract is you have to turn in the earnest money within three days. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they didn't. They turned it in on the fourth day. And the seller got an offer that was $40,000 more. And they kicked that contract out for breach of contract and took the other offer. Of course they did. That is why you need to be using a professional. Yeah. And everything you do right now in the Austin housing market. At the same time, listen to your professional. So it's one thing, (laughs) right? Because we don't know for sure. It could have been that, you know, because that's a frustration for realtors sometimes. Like, hey, we have to get this money in. And they're like, oh, well, I was supposed to have it. It was supposed to come here. you have to be ready to go. Yes. And yes. and and prepare mm-hmm. so when you put an offer on, you're ready. 
Yes. And, it, you know, it's funny. That, that could have may or may not been the realtor, but we don't know. Yeah. And, you know, and a few years ago, um, I was telling people, I'm like, look, I don't want to sound like a used car salesman, but you need to move on these houses. Well, now I'm like, I don't even say that part. I'm like, you need to move. Yeah. You're going. Yeah. Why, why are you still on the phone with me? Go get right. your offer in. Yeah. What you are know? you doing? I used to say that. I'm right. like, I don't want to sound like a used car salesman. Like, I'm pushing you to get out there. Right. But you really need to understand the housing market's pretty fast. You need to, you know, right. trying to get them in the right. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even pre- use that preface anymore. I'm just like, get moving. So this time, as, as, as much as any, they, they, people need to call you. Yes. They need to call you first. Before, first. before you even go to a realtor, call you first, and you can help them get into a new home, mm-hmm. a, um, you know, resell, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but they need to start with you. Yes. We, you know, we need to run them through. So basically, they need to apply, give me all their documents, their income, their asset. Right. And we need to run them through underwriting, and we need to change them from a pre-qualification to a pre-approval so that they stand a chance. And and that's even with new homes because new homes, yep. they have a long list of people too, and, and you're going to jump up yep. on that list if you're ready to go. Yeah, and it doesn't always guarantee that you're going to get it because we had somebody that offered like 25 grand over with a pre-approval, and he, he didn't get qualified. Wow. Or he didn't get accepted. So it just... It's you know, and like I said, I'm I'm not trying to scare anyone away. I just want you to understand that there's no toe dipping into this housing market, and I promise you're going to want to be in a home now five right. years from now. Do it, and then you like we've yeah. talked before. Then once you buy that home, you can sell yours, yeah. and we know that it'll, it'll sell within yeah. five hours. Yeah, you know, it's, it's or you'll have enough contracts to make the decision within five hours. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing too, because I look back now and I'm like, you know, because I did a lot of home buying in 2013. 2012, 13, and 14, a lot. I bought yeah. a lot of properties in those three years. And now I'm like, you know, I've had those homes for six years. Imagine what they're doing. And what's their word now? So that's where you want to be five or six years from now. Are you going to sell them? No. No? No. Oh. No, no, not till it's time to retire. Tyler. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. No, no, everything, I know if you're going to dump and then, and then reload. You know, rentals right now are like slot machines. They just keep going. Just keep going. And Fair just, enough. Yes. So, no, you, yes. You know, but timing in, in the market is very, very, very important. Right. And you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. If you have any questions about anything we've said, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook, which is The Home Team 512. And we will see you in just a minute. Get breaking news and headlines in your email. Email it. Become a Talk Insider at Talk1370.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and your entertainment, mostly entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Did you like how I like I, that? It that was, is, I learned that from the EIB, and that's called a dramatic pause. Pause. Well, you know what? You had me. It, yeah. it drew me in. Yeah. Uh, now I just want to know what you're going to say now. Right. That's, right. Is that what it is? Is that what it does? That that's, is what it is. <laughs> you know. And so this is you know it's, it's an interesting time. Why? Um. You know. Boy, howdy. It's a weird. You know. Did, are you saying 2020 is an interesting time? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We're what? Tw- we're tw- Newsflash. 2021 said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> Five days into it, right? Yeah. Good. Goodness um, gracious. You know. So there's a there's a lot of change happening. You know, and so as a society, we're, we're you know most people are scared or are terrified of change. 
that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's good. We don't know what it is, but there's change right. coming. There's change in your tax uh, program coming. There's change in the you know the spending um, appetite of the government. There's change in what you need to do as far as investments and things like that. So with change, just like anything else, there's areas of opportunity, but you need to be paying attention. You know, and so, you know, to be prepared for this opportunity that's about to happen, you, you need to be prepared. And in no debt, some cash on hand to take advantage of it and just and be present. And, you know, so th- we've been talking and talking and talking for a long time about how you need to be out of debt. You need to make sure you don't have any credit card debt, wasted stuff like that. You shouldn't have anything more than a house and maybe a car. Right, you know that that car part. You and I disagree on. <laughs> no, I don't necessarily agree. I agree well, with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you agree with the concept, but you you know what I'm saying. But well, but no, I've had that two, that that two hundred dollar car before. Ends up costing you more money than getting a newer car because well, like, you're well, always forever repairing it, and you have to. It's breaking down. Trust me. There's there's there's, there's mental health that goes with having no, a newer car. Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, but the, and that's that's <laughs> that is of all the things. It's funny. That's the hardest one for me to convey right know? and so no, i'm with you people, i get what you're saying though yeah sure. you know um and so that's why i said maybe a car you know right. but but again that's but if you don't have any other debt and you just have a house and a car you should be living pretty good you should be putting money away 20 percent of your net has to go into a savings every single month and you don't touch it you okay. know 20 percent of your net goes into it now that could be 401k stock market wherever but once it goes in you never touch it until it's retirement time and but that doesn't mean you can't use it right right so you can use it to buy an investment property or to you know stock or things like to that. further your retirement to further your retirement yes yeah, so sometimes uh you know i was talking to somebody he's like you know he's like well i just don't have enough money to buy an investment i'm like dude you got a lot of money in your stock account he's like well you said never touch that and what I meant was never, you know, liquidate it for this for the reason of expect- vacation right. or or I or can't a new pay couch I can't pay or, my credit card debt. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, I lost my job and I got fourteen credit cards to pay off. You know, that's you know, but that's what I meant. And so I wanted to clarify that you you can use it as a as a continuing a vehicle, and you can put it in a different vehicle. Okay. You know, so and or that's several vehicles, right? Yeah, and so, um, you know, and it was, I'm trying to think, three years ago at this point, it was three years ago. That um, this this market, I kind of where it is today. I kind of I had a hunch that that's where it was going. Mm-hmm. So I sat down with my wife and my money guy, and I said, "Hey, I want to do a cash out on my house." And he's like, "Okay," and, you know. And he's like, "You know, he's a money guy, so he's why because he knows my affinity to debt and things like mm-hmm. that." And um, and he said, "Well, why?" And I said, "Well, because I think I want to give it to you <laughs> so that you can start investing it now." And he's like, you know, that's just not a real safe, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know he's actually kind of like, you know. He's the one told you to hold, slow down. Yes. Yeah, huh? And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I think we're going to do it. We're going to take cash out. We're going to, you know, pull out. And, and so at the time I had plenty of equity. So I was like, we'll just pull out 60 grand and we're going to give it to you. Um, and then I, I, challenge, I, I calculated the difference in payment, the cost, all this stuff. And I said, look, here's the deal. We, you know, we're going to be moving in about four or five years. And in four or five years, you have to make $6,000 off of this 60 thousand for us for it to be a benefit right six thousand dollars and how many years and in four years off of sixty thousand so that's a that's a lot but it's also not okay right and so that so i knew exactly what he needed to do and i said if you do if you make sixty five hundred dollars then i've made five hundred dollars right because it's going to cost me about six thousand dollars over the next four years as far as because of the refinance the change in payment all that sort of stuff okay 
And um, <clears throat> so, so was it worth five hundred dollars? That's I'm, I'm well, confused right when, now. Well, when when I gave him the money, the stock market was around nineteen thousand. It's trading over thirty thousand now. So you, you're uh, but not but 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 your initial risk was just so you could earn five hundred dollars. No, I'm why, saying. I'm why would say, you take no, that no, risk? I'm saying that oh. he had to earn at least six thousand over four years. Oh, just just so that you didn't lose. So it. that yeah, so that it, and so you know and and, he, and I said, look, as long as you and I looked at him, I said, with this market, do you think you can do that? And he said, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. I can do that. I think so, Troy. <laughs> I think I got this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and um, so so that but that was I was. I was being present in the moment. Okay. I kind of ex- saw what everything was happening. Being in the mortgage business, I saw the jobs growing. I saw the personal, um, you know, the uh, discretionary income growing. So, you know what I'm saying? So I saw a lot of growth coming. Makes and, sense, yeah. And so, and so I was being present and I was prepared. You had the money to do it. Right. And I had no other debt, right? So right. I didn't have to pull any money from savings. And you're getting rid of kids left and right. Yeah, not fast <laughs> enough. But I didn't have to pull any money from savings. I changed my house payment by $88, right? So it didn't cost me anything, really. It went up? It yeah, went it went up, up $88. Okay. Um, and so that was it. I ch- my, my monthly expenditure changed by $88, but it was, it was on my house, which your mortgage interest is tax deductible. Okay. So my tax deductibleness went, you know, ch- you know, changed. So, you know, a lot of things changed. So it wasn't, so it was a great idea, but I was present. I was paying attention and I was debt free at the time so I could use it. Right. It was still a risk. Yeah. But you were in a good position to take that risk. Right. And, you know, and that's kind of like we were talking about Bitcoin at the break. I mean, right. that was, that's it. That was a that huge risk. That one makes risk. me nervous. That was a huge risk for people. Yeah. You know, you're basically just throwing a couple thousand dollars into a pot and saying, hey, I'm going to come back in four or five years and see what I got. Right. You know, and that's. Some people have got a lot. Yeah. You know, but so unfortunately in life, you know, the fruit is on the skinny end of the branch. Plain and simple. True. So you got to get out there. It was easy to get. Everybody would have it. Right. right. And, you know, if, that's it, why it's that's why it's bigger and juicier. Yeah. You know, and you got to get out there on that thin end of the, that skinny end of the branch and grab that fruit, and, and you know it can break. Well, if my big butt is going to break more <laughs> often times than not, you know, and so you've you've got uh, to you've got to have a little bit of a risk for appetite, but it must be measured risk. Well, you know, you, and like you said, prepare. You should have everything else in order, right? Yes. You're, you're, you're not you're not spending your your mortgage money on this. You're not spending mm-hmm. um, any other things that you, you you're keeping. You know, like you said, six months yeah. in arrears is, is what you mm-hmm. try to stay to to protect your family and yourself. Yeah. And you have other investments going on as well. This was something that because you have accumulated all this, you're mm-hmm. able to do that. Yes. And, you know, and I was, but I was prepared. I'd been living a moderate means. I, you know, I, you yeah, know, I know. You, 82 degrees in your house during the summer. I know you're, you're crazy. You know, you're absolutely crazy. You know, I'm really, I'm, I like it though. I'm, I mean, cause if, 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 if anyone's out there complaining that you don't have enough money to do it, there are ways oh, to yeah. do it. You can save it. There's, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of, of, of creature comforts mm-hmm. uh, that you're going to have to put aside to do it right. about, and you can do it. And you know, what gave me this was about 15 years ago. I was doing the second I was doing a loan for somebody, mm-hmm. um, and it was the second loan I'd done for them on an investment property. They and they had already, and I'd only been in the business a few years. They had already paid off the one before, um, and so they're getting another investment property. And this was, you know, two thousand seven ish, and they uh, and they were putting it on a fifteen year note. And they both worked at Walmart, and neither. Neither of them were this, a yeah. manager. Neither of them were a manager. It's not were, like they were. It's not like they were running five WalMarts. They were, you know, running the clothing department. You know, <laughs> and they don't make much money there, right? And but they were saving they everything. Saved they had. everything they got. Walmart stock, all of that sort of stuff. So it's very that's important. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's very inspirational for me too. Because 
you know, there's a lot of people out there who are hard workers, and mm-hmm. I don't have any kids, but people, you know, maybe single mothers have, you know, mm-hmm. three children at home, and they're like, I don't have extra money. Right. Well, yeah, actually, you do. Yes. And you just you can have, find it. You have to find it and do mm-hmm. it because if someone who is working at Walmart, yeah. and nothing against working at Walmart, but they don't make much money, is able to do that. That's that's inspiration to me. You know, one of the first steps I do to help people is I have them use one credit card for all of their expenses. Now, it usually takes two or three months to get them onto that, right? Right. But to where every expense they they spend, you know, except, for, you know, you can't put your house or your car on there. But, you know, your water, your electric, you know, things like that, your grocery, all on one credit card, right? Right. And then once you get them using that, and then you show them one day. And I just had this exercise with one of my, with somebody I'm helping right now. And I showed them and I said, look, you know, look, this is every dollar you spent. Right here. This Right here. So I one bill. Yeah. So I said, so when you decide you're spending too much money, you can scrub this right. and determine what you can cut. And they're like, and so it's funny. They're like, well, you know, da, 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 I didn't spend that much going out. And I'm like, okay, so it's two people. They're older people. So um, no kids, you know, they, you know, older people don't eat as much. As I get older, I don't eat as much when I was younger. I don't know why, you know, but they're much older than me. And so I looked at them and I'm like, do you realize you spent, you know, $400 at fast food restaurants in one month? And they're like, well, it's either that or spend it at, at, at you know, you know, the grocery store. And I said, okay. No, not really. <laughs> I said, well, do you realize you spent $1,300 at HEB? Good. So two people, $1,300. Retired senior citizens spent $1,700 on food. In, in, a, in, in one month. One month? Yeah. So I'm like, Guys, y'all understand that I got a house. I got. What a, are they eating? <laughs> or what are they drinking? Because alcohol costs more. That's yeah, what that is. Probably, yeah. probably a little bit of wine. Yeah, you know. But so you know, I'm no, like, no, I got no. six kids. I don't spend that much. Right. You know, I got three toddlers, yeah. and we buy our diapers at the grocery store, and I don't spend anywhere near what you're spending. Right. So it's just you know, so understanding your bill, where your money's going, is the most important thing. I want their number because they're obviously having Dom Perignon <laughs> uh, <laughs> brunches yeah. on yeah. Sundays. And I want to be invited yeah. to that party. You know, and so right now, everybody's very fortunate to listen to this is that most people should own a home right now. And you can reset your life by doing a cash out loan. Mm-hmm. Rates are in the twos or threes. And you can take a cash out and pay off all your debt. And you may never have this t- opportunity again. So if you're if you're wanting to reset your life so that you can do this, call me. Call me um, and let's let's reset. Let's put you in a cash out. Let's pay off all your debt and let's put you in the right position moving forward so that that next great opportunity, you're prepared for it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I or mean, if they've never bought a house, they still need to call you. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, you know, right now, January, you got lower escrows. It's it's most beneficial to Interest do a refinance. Interest rates are still fantastic. Right. Yes. Most beneficial to refinance a home in January. So give me a call at either 855-299-HOME or you can reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can do a rate quote request. You can also, you know, text home app to 31996. And uh, we will We'll see you in just a minute. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, Wyatt is patiently waiting on the Facebook. 
Okay, patiently waiting might not be the exact thing that I do, but I do check it from time to time. Yeah, that's the home team 512. So please give them a comment or a shout out or even a like. I don't think they can have an unlike button. So you're good there. Hey, you know what? That is not funny. Yeah. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we will turn your house into a home by financing the American dream. And this is the fun part. We've done all our work. Dude. I missed last week and I was excited to to uh hear your take on it but i do know that uh, the, the longhorn alum are, are kind of like the the new york yankees baseball they're throwing money left and right right now a million dollar annual salary to a special teams coach coming from alabama what's that about dude come on man he's like but the spe- special teams a million dollars come on what's what is the going on recruiter what is that gonna do oh i better the see some re- i better recruiter. oh he's a recruiter he is the recruiter is that what it is yes I okay, mean, I thought it was just special teams. He's the recruiter. He's the recruiter. Yeah. Is that okay? And where'd he, you where'd you read that? Because I was like, what? Yeah. What? I, I, I want to know who, who's has that much money at Texas. What are they doing? And how do I get a job? Well, because they're making a lot of money, throwing money just, around like they. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think about it. The guy needs money, so when he's out, he can you know kind of roll it onto the players. Yeah, he's not spending his own money to do that. <laughs> All right. No, it's Venmo now. You can't you can't give him cash anymore. It's Venmo. No, no, no. You have it's, to hide it for one. Right. Number it's two. Bitcoin. <laughs> Is it Bitcoin? It's Bitcoin. That's why you got. Just don't give them the password until they sign the oh, letter of intent. We were talking about that earlier. That guy, two hundred and something million, yeah. he can't get to. But anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah. So look, we're bringing back Coach Davis. Uh, who has been in the NFL? Coach Stark is bringing the Jeff Banks recruiter. And he's a recruiter from Alabama. He's a tight ends coach, but he's the recruiter. I mean, well, he, what's the special teams coach, Jeff Banks? What's his deal? Why is he I mean, a million? But that's what I'm he's the recruiter. He's okay. a tight end, special teams there. He's going to be tight ends coach here. Okay. Um, he's also bringing in Coach Flood who is the guy that stole the Brockemeyer twins from the University of Texas and just got the the award for being the greatest line coach in the country. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. It is looking pretty good, but, I, you know, I don't know how much this is a spin. I mean, Alabama's offense has always done good, so how much did he really do this year? Well, he he did the greatest they've ever done two years in a row. Okay. I mean, so he took great talent and made it even better. Well, let's just hope So that, let's just, you know, does that make sense? I so, mean, it's, yes, I know what you're saying, but he took... He's he literally they had a a number of points per season and yards and all that sort of stuff and they had a stat from like 1936 on there so, so that's you, how great he had. So you don't think this is a lateral? It, it, it's sounding like it's not a lateral move. It's it's a little bit more of an up move. He's 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 no Urban Meyer, right? Um, do well, you, do you Urban think, Meyer is only Urban Meyer. But, but well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But and he's dead to me. We've it, already had. This I know this, but we're gonna bring him back up, right? Um, do you think Urban Meyer would have done a better job? I. Would he have assembled a better? I mean, I don't think you could have gotten a better recruiter because you know. Let's make let's, at let's, the end of the day, college football is recruiting. Yeah, let's let's period. be real. I mean, how hard is it to coach the tight ends? No, agreed. I mean, you got like three guys on the roster. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. even I think that no. I could watch a bunch of YouTube and be yeah. a good tight ends coach. And I'm not saying that to. But do this guy's willing to travel and go and go guy, talk some people into some stuff. Right. They're going to pay him a million dollars. Yeah, this guy's going to bring five star talent in. This is that's who he is. You also bring in the the best offensive line coach in the country, which we need. Yes, and you know all games, no matter what we want to say, all games are won or lost in the trenches. But 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 a line coach really more of that's just a guy that makes them work out. You just need some big dudes, right? No, no line. I don't know. But apparently, it's a lot harder than I think because we haven't been able to be very good at it in a long time. You need to make them work out. Yeah. And, you know. Um. And then we bring in Bo Davis, who 
who's been here before, had a great line, um, and has been in the NFL. So he brings in a lot of expertise on the defensive side of the line. We're bringing back, you know, one of my friend OCL, one of his most favorite players of all time. We're bringing back Blake Gideon. Okay. And uh, What's I sure hope OCL, that? because OCL does not like Blake at all. He yeah. blames him for the loss of the national championship against Texas Tech when he dropped that pass. And that's like right. 15 years ago. So I'm yeah. like, I still can't get it over. Let right. it go, dude. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh-huh. so Blake Gideon's coming back. You know, love him or not, but he's yeah. had a great career. He's a good – He's he was a two-star kid that played in the NFL. I mean, you know, um, so, you know so, – So do you think – okay, we're, so, so – We're you, keeping – Stan Drayton, who is probably, you know, the guy that brought in the best running back in the country last year and brought in probably one of the top five this year. Just nobody knows him because of COVID. The running back. And, you know, turned a quarterback into a NFL prospect in one year. So he's really good running back coach. And as far as everything else, I don't know. We're keeping the wide receiver who coach who um, was credited with bringing in a top 100 wide receiver just a few days ago on on the day we uh, announced coach Sarkeesian because that he was the only reason he wasn't committed to Alabama was our wide receivers coach now, you know now the sudden we connect the two so the staff he's putting together has a lot of promise now the only problem with a staff like this that could happen is that you have big personalities that have never really worked together before you have to build that team there's a pecking order yeah. that that is established through time yeah, well, no, and, you, you have a bunch of you have a bunch of alpha a, males in a room. Yeah, it does take a while, right? Yeah, you know, and that's Jerry Jones's problem. Yes, right. You know, yeah, he's the, you know he can't get out of his own alpha way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is a problem. Yeah, you know, and so right. that's the only consideration. You get too many alpha males in a room. Sometimes you you don't get anything done because they're just butting heads because right. they don't agree. So if you know, so, stay in your lane. Yeah. So the question is, is is he is he putting people together that are going to work well together. We won't know that answer until next October after you know, a, a full months of seeing it. As much money as they're throwing, because you do that in New York, and somehow they always figure it out. And I use them just because <clears throat> I'm using a, a, a franchise yeah. that throws a lot of money at their sports and yep. wins a lot. Yes. Eventually, if you throw enough money, uh, people put their ego aside and say, you know what, I'm not missing this payday. It hadn't worked for Jones. Yeah, no, it has not. <laughs> the Cowboys went, what, 4-12 or well, something? Well, they they're know. not throwing money like New York money, I don't think. <laughs> but I, you know what? I, best of luck to the yeah. new coach, and, and it's, it is looking up. At first, I thought it was a lateral move. Um, but, you know, the more and more I've been looking into mm-hmm. it, uh, looking into him, yes, he's made some mistakes. Um Man, he showed up to work drunk. But you know what? He made some mistakes early mm-hmm. on, and that might be to our benefit because we got an awesome coach that has been looked over. So yeah, yeah, you know, and he's um And I didn't mean to bring he, that up. That was a mistake he made. You know, but I look at that How as many a, coaches don't go to lunch and have a couple beers? But uh, yeah, I look at that as a as a in my opinion, a benefit for us because he's already been in the limelight, right. got crushed by it, and now wants to be back in it. He so, wants to show by what he has. So he knows this could be awesome. what it takes. Yeah, Whereas, it could be awesome. You know, as much as I enjoyed Coach Herman in the beginning, he had no idea what he was getting himself into at the University of Texas. Um, he didn't understand that the politics, the politics of the of anything, and you know you got to think, you know, Coach Sarkeesian, he's been at um, USC and Alabama, which I mean, those are those are <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk about if you're not doing if you're not playing your cards right, yeah. you're not you're not working there, and yeah. you're not getting good talent. Yeah, so he fully there is no it, difference in the expectations of a coach at the uh, USC, and I'm talking about Southern California, not Carolina, right, or in Texas. There's no difference. So he understands what he stepped into. He knows what's expected of him. He knows 
knows what he needs to do outside of coaching. Right. Where I don't think he understood that at USC and it became too much for him. And if you have an addiction and you get in the wrong situation, sure. you just crumble on yourself. So now he he doesn't drink. Um, he hasn't had any drinks since then. And I shouldn't have brought he, that up. I'm just. Well, I, it, no, it's, it's yeah, true. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of Longhorn fans had a problem with it. As they dug into it deeper, they see that it's probably a people, benefit. People make mistakes, and he made a, a mistake mm-hmm. early on. The guy's not yeah. an old gentleman. I mean, he's, he's forty-five. He's, he's forty-five years old. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, he, you know, you, you make those mistakes, especially if, you, if you're if you're good right off the bat. So, I, I think it's yeah. it, it might be a benefit to us all, yeah, and to him included. Yeah. Now he's at Texas, hopefully a longtime home of his that we win a lot with. Yeah. So we'll I mean, see. I mean, can you imagine a 15-year run with, you know, like eight national championships? I love I, Longhorn fans. <laughs> He's like, we're winning, we're, we're winning the Super Bowl. We're not, we're, well, we're not even playing profe- – well, don't worry. With him as coach, we might. We I've already might. hung the banner. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you've already made the, the shirts and the Yeah, I've already the made the, na- the shirt, the, the banner. <laughs> Please do it and wear it. I'm just going to got to write in the years. You have to. Yeah. No, do it. I'm going to be like LeBron. Not one, not two, <laughs> not three. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's starting to look up. It you really know, is, and it, it actually – it didn't feel good when they announced it. It didn't feel good. Mm. I, I didn't have a, like a, a warm feeling about it. now that it's settled in a little bit, and I've and I've done my research, and like you said, some of these coaches they're pulling over and and what have you. It, it's starting to kind of feel good. Like I, I they might have made a, actually a good decision. You know, and I was of the the mindset that you know even that Coach Herman went seven and three, and mm-hmm. I said that the optics just look bad of firing a seven and three coach. Right. Um. But now looking at it, you know. Coach Herman was gone after the OU game. It didn't oh, no. matter. They if kept he, him around. He, yeah, yeah. He, if it didn't matter if he went, you know, went, you know, nine and one. He right. was gone after the OU game. He, uh, he had just, he had, you know, it's one of those things that people don't understand. Well, and, it didn't look and, like he was striving for a national championship anytime soon. Yeah, you know, right? but it's just that you just people don't understand. It's like you know, we have freedom of speech, we have freedom of expression, and all that sort of stuff. But you, if you're being paid by someone. You are succumbing to their beliefs and their understandings, and you're saying you're saying yes, I agree, and I accept your I accept what you're asking of me. And he just didn't. He couldn't. He lost the team. He lost the donors. He lost you know the recruiting. Everything just fell apart, and he somehow managed to still finish out seven and three. Which means that if he was aligned with right. everything, he could have had an amazing season. But right. he just wasn't ready, and he wasn't needed ready. to be humbled. And you know, you know, you you it. Once you get fired, you yeah. get humbled. Well, Alabama won the national championship uh, with an astounding boom. <laughs> and um, no, no doubt they got it. So playoffs next year, they're looking at maybe changing it up a little bit. Um, hopefully, because it was a little offsided. It was. I know you didn't like the Aggies being out. You know, didn't care about the Aggies being out. But that could end up hurting the Longhorns in the long run, too. If We need to put the playoffs and make them a little bit bigger, I think. I hate to tell my Aggie friends this because it's true and it hurts their feelings. They wouldn't feelings. have won. No, they wouldn't have no, won. No, 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 no. If the, if the Longhorns had gone 9-1, and one, they'd have been in the playoffs. <laughs> ridiculously so. Hey, right? Yeah, right? ridiculously you, so. Even my Aggie friends, when I say that to them, they can't say that's yeah, not true. Yeah, ridiculously so. Yeah, you know, and our, you know, so that's just the way it is. And it's, it's not, you know, that's It's going to change. That's part of being the little brother in a big state. No. Yeah, no. that's pretty much it. So, I'm both Aggie and Longhorn, whatever. If you have any questions about anything you've so heard today for from Troy and Wyatt on the home team, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com so or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And definitely you can leave me a comment, especially if you think that the Aggies would have won, which we know they wouldn't. They would have won the national. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Hook'em horns.